Well, welcome back to the Emergency Goalies podcast. We took a couple extra days off, a little bit under the weather, but um, yeah, the Blackhawks still relatively hot, but they did have a loss to the Red Wings, which I mean, I guess that was bound to happen eventually, but you know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it was a pretty good game that they played. They just uh, ran into a hot goalie, really, as far as I'm concerned. Bernier was really good in that game. I know it sounds weird to say that they played worse in a game they scored seven goals, but right, they kind of yeah. did. Uh, I I don't really honest. I honestly don't think there's really any doubt about it. I think they definitely played better on Saturday than they did on Sunday. But uh, Bernier was really good on Saturday, mm-hmm. and uh, Subban was not. Uh, the, the Blackhawks didn't give up a ton of good chances, but the ones that they did were really high quality okay, chances and Subban just never came up with the big save, mm-hmm. um, which was something that he had been doing in his previous starts. Yeah. Again, to shut out the shut right. out the game before, which right. probably earned him the, the second yep. consecutive start. Right. Yeah. First time he, he'd gotten back to back all, all season. But yeah, for whatever reason, he just he couldn't come up with the big save, and Bernier was making big saves all game for Detroit. And then the next night, uh, you know the the Blackhawks. I've, I I wouldn't say they were getting outplayed by Detroit on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I think it was actually probably pretty even, a little back and forth, especially for the first two periods. Uh, but then in the third period, their goaltending. Uh, just kind of fell apart. And then on top of that, um, there were, you know, just uh, after they fell behind, they started pushing it a little bit Mm -hmm. to try and score a goal. And I think it led to some defensive breakdowns, some odd man rushes for the Blackhawks. And they were just capitalizing on every single one of Mm -hmm. them. Uh, Obviously the big one would be Patrick Kane's 400th goal. The Um, third Blackhawk or fourth with 400 goals. I think they said fourth. Okay, that's not. Um, I mean, I'm assuming Makita Hall and Michelle Goulet. Sure. No, well, yeah, I mean, I guess he would have probably scored his 400th with the Blackhawks, but I guess I, I, I'm not sure when I heard that stat if they were talking about somebody who scored mm-hmm. actually 400 goals with the Blackhawks, whereas uh, Goulet would have been mostly with the Nordiques. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I. I don't pay too much attention to the historical stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where it's so hard to mm-hmm. compare guys against, uh, you know, across yeah, yeah. generations and that, you know, I, I've seen some of the discussions lately of, Oh, is Patrick Kane the best Blackhawk of all time? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he certainly got a case for it. I, I never saw Stan McKee mm-hmm. to play, um, you know, in any, any context other than, uh, you know, a few like ESPN classic games yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And um, like, a, like a Steve Larmer, you know, in the, right. the 80s when the goal totals were so yeah. elevated, not that you want to dismiss that, but it's like that, right. it's a different era. Yep. Although, you know, the NHL is sort of getting back to high scoring mm-hmm. uh, ways to some, to some extent. Um, and but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, they 
split the games at Detroit, but they came away with both victories against Columbus previously mm-hmm. to that. Uh, you mentioned Subban got, you know, his his first shutout. That was a week after mm-hmm. uh, Lankinen had gotten his first shutout. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the big things coming up or, or coming off of that win on Sunday was that Lankinen really seemed to kind of settle back in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or at least I, I'm see. hoping it was a good, a good first step and a, a good uh, launching point for the the tougher schedule that's coming up because he'd been kind of a little inconsistent over the previous few starts. And um, well, that game against um, Carolina, the um, yeah, they, they were kind of all over the black oxen probably for the best that there wasn't a, that the other game got canceled, but. Right. Well, I mean, he had given up uh, five goals in Mm back-to-back games, uh, the loss against Carolina and then the win against Columbus. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that was coming off of his shutout. So, you know, there was definitely a little bit of fluctuation. And I thought maybe uh, the workload was maybe getting to Mm -hmm. him. You know, obviously this is his first time in North America being, you know, the uncontested starter more or less. And not only that, it's coming in a compressed schedule where they're basically playing every other day. (laughs) So like in a – he did look much sharper after getting some time off. So yeah, I mean, he basically got uh, five days off, I think, in between, mm-hmm. or four days off in between his starts, and it 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 seemed to help him. Uh, my, my I had actually thought maybe uh, that they would consider giving Colin Delia a start heading into the weekend, mm-hmm. but uh, they said yeah, yeah, but instead on Friday they sent him and Nicholas Baudin and Wyatt Kalanuk down. Mm-hmm to get them some playing time. Uh, I think Rockford had, uh, like the Blackhawks were playing back-to-back games on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And so it was just, it's kind of an opportunity to get those, those guys, some, some game action. Uh, it sounds yeah. like Colleton doesn't want to go to the 11 forward seven defenseman route. Uh, and if that's the case, uh, you know, they, they had to do something with Nick, Nick Baudin. Mm-hmm. Uh, one positive I did think from over the weekend is uh, with Connor Murphy back, I think it helped slot some of the other mm-hmm. defensemen into uh, better roles for themselves, uh, particularly Calvin DeHaan, I think, played mm-hmm. much better over the weekend than he had been playing the previous couple of weeks where he was more or less filling in for Connor Murphy as the number one defenseman. And yeah, you don't have I thought he really struggled in that role, but I, I thought he was pretty strong over the weekend against Detroit. Well, I was going to say, um, since he, since he's returned, very impressed with Adam Boquist. I don't know if it's, yes. you know, he got a chance to watch like being sick from the outside. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Right? I, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, he, he played the first few games of the season. Uh, he struggled just the way that the rest of the team was struggling. Uh, you know, Tampa and Florida really got on them that first week of the season. And then he was on COVID list for uh, was like two or three weeks. Um, you know, and he was even out a little bit after he came back as he kind of worked his way back into shape. But yeah, since he got back in the lineup, I mean, he's not perfect in the defensive zone. No. There's still some times where 
I see him getting on the wrong side of the puck. Um, you know, his, the way he wins puck battles is he has to lead with his stick. He, mm-hmm. He's not going to win too many physical confrontations at this point, but he's starting to win more, mm-hmm. um, more often. I'm not quite sure that he wins more than he loses at this point. Uh, and one of the things that I think is, is a big positive uh, that I've seen this year compared to last year is he's starting to step up in the neutral mm-hmm. zone and eliminate plays before they get into the defensive zone. That's something that Duncan Keith and Nicholas Jalmerson in particular were terrific mm-hmm. at during the cup years. Uh, we don't see Keith doing that as much. I think part of that is he doesn't skate as well as he used to. So he, uh, doesn't take as many risks, um, but also I think, you know, uh, he probably doesn't feel like the team around him is structured well enough to to take as many risks. But I think we're starting to see Boquist kind of take that 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 route and starting to break up some plays before they get going. Yeah, like and... you were saying, um, he's very good. It's probably his best quality is with the stick that he gets the stick out there and breaks up yep. the. And strip people of pucks. Yeah. And, you know, Duncan Keith is somebody that can really be a prime example to him. I mean, that was still something that Duncan Keith is fantastic Mm -hmm. at. But, I mean, when he was in his prime, uh, nobody was better with their stick than Duncan Keith was Mm -hmm. at breaking up plays. And Nicholas Jalmerson was fantastic at it as well. And so, yeah, we're starting to see that a little bit. And then especially uh, in these two games against Detroit, um, expanding beyond that, we're starting to see Boquist jump into plays, get a little more involved, be the fourth forward sort of thing in the offensive zone, get involved in the cycle. And it's not leading to a ton of goals or assists at this point. Um, I mean, he's actually got a decent amount of of points, but – you can um, see the plays developing that it's starting. Yeah, yeah. It's starting to happen. Um, and that's, that's a great sign. Uh, you know, that's one of the things that we've mentioned over and over is if these guys aren't showing the confidence to, to be able to do that and mm-hmm. to assert themselves a little bit, that's when I feel like they need to get pulled back a little bit and maybe either take some time off or, or go down to Rockford. But at least at this point, Boquist is not showing any signs of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in regards to Nicholas Baudin going down, part of it is just a numbers game. Uh, but I do think he was starting to struggle a little bit more, the more that he was playing. Um, he was starting to turn the puck over more. Yeah. His analytics were never great to begin with, and they kept sliding worse and worse, uh, by far the worst on the team among the defensemen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was starting to get caved a little bit. He was still making several good plays a game where he was showing patience with the puck, but he was struggling in the defensive zone to break up plays, and he was getting trapped back there a lot. Mm-hmm. So, I don't have a problem with them backing him off a little bit, letting him go down to Rockford, play first pairing minutes. Um, I would like to see him back up at some point during yeah, the yeah. year, but, but I, right now, I don't. Okay. I don't look at this as some 
betrayal of the rebuilding process. Uh, uh, Some fans are being pretty dramatic about the move (laughs) over the weekend from what I saw. And I don't, I I don't think that that's the case at all. I I think it was probably a wise move to at least let him sit for a few games, but uh, sending him down to Rockford, uh, I'm fine with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, Speaking of uh, dramatic fans, uh, I mean, I think sometimes the stuff with Zadorov being like the disaster or whatever, it's like Zadorov kind of is what he is. And I, I don't see like the, he's probably going to play. So I don't, we don't have to just freak yeah. out every. Well, and I, I honestly think he's, he's been playing better. He's getting a little more consistent. Um, obviously inconsistency has been a plague on his career. And, and even though I think he's played pretty well of late, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to continue. Uh, and given his history, it probably won't. But I also think it's worth noting you know, all of these defensemen that the Blackhawks have had um, this year, you know, even the rookies, they're not new to the system. Mm-hmm. They played in this system last year under Colleton, at least in, in limited exposure. So they've all had a lot longer to kind of adjust. Whereas Zadorov, you know, I, th- I think a lot of people weren't really cognizant of the fact that you know, he's learning a new system coming here mm-hmm. and it took him a little while, I think, to get comfortable. And now that we're kind of, you know, 20 some games in, I think we're starting to see him settle in a little bit more. And so I'm hoping that maybe that means the consistency, he'll be able to find that a little bit more. Um, but we're, we're just going to have to see, uh, um, mm-hmm. you know, positive signs, but it, it's not, um, proof of anything and and i mean honestly uh you know he's been paired mostly with murphy since murphy mm-hmm. returned and honestly i think that that has worked better than when murphy and dehan played together uh, the the keith mitchell pairing mm-hmm. is something that they've kept together for quite a while here i wouldn't say it's worked fantastically mm-hmm. um i'd say they're they, they seem to give up as many chances as they generate. Yeah. But it's not something that I'm worried about breaking up at this point. It, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I have no problem with Zadorov um, getting the opportunity to play with Murphy, which basically means that he's playing first pairing minutes. And then the, the Dehan Boquist pairing. Um, like I said, I thought both of them played pretty well in, in the Detroit series. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously that's, you know, against an yeah. offensively challenged team, a team that doesn't skate real well. Um, so we'll have to see, you know, how they hold up yeah. against Tampa Bay. But the gauntlet, yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, it's positive signs, you know, even mm-hmm. in these games where, you know, I, I mean, honestly, the three out of the four games – of these last four games, um, you know, their effort wasn't fantastic and they still yeah, managed yeah. to come away with points. Um, they're not going to be able to get away with that going forward. No, no, no. You know, now we've reached the point in the schedule where there is almost no let up mm-hmm. this entire month. It is 
three against Tampa, two against Dallas, two against Florida, mm-hmm. two more against Tampa, two against Florida. Yeah. And then maybe a little bit of a let up against Nashville mm-hmm. at the end of the month. Um, but especially rough. since I think that'll be post trade deadline. And if oh, Nashville's okay. out of it, um, you know, I, uh, Matthias Ekholm is a guy that's kind of mm-hmm. talked about as maybe the, 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 the best defenseman that's going to be on the trade market. So they might be a team that's selling off a couple of pieces. And so that might be their first breather, but you know, even after you get done with that, then you got to deal with Carolina again. And we all know that that's been a a bad matchup for the Blackhawks. So yeah, this is the gauntlet. This is going to determine whether or not they can actually hold up as a potential playoff team. Um, You know, uh, Tampa Bay, Florida, and Carolina have are starting to sort of distance themselves mm-hmm. a little bit as so the top three. Dallas, Columbus, and Chicago are right. And Dallas way. is obviously the most talented of these three teams. However, their schedule is a nightmare. Like for that's right, they kind of got struck with the COVID um, scheduling nightmares at the beginning of the year. So you know we're talking about this depre- this condensed season. They had a bunch of scheduling um, issues where games got canceled. And so now all of a sudden they're kind of uh, in, in comparison uh, for our Cubs fans out there where what happened with St. Louis at the end of last year, where they had just a ridiculous number of games to make up. And I think it kind of hurt them down the stretch. Mm -hmm. The same sort of thing could happen with Dallas because they have a ton of games and no matter how talented you are, people still Good get work. tired. And if the Blackhawks can just hold up, it's not out of the realm of possibility for me to see them finish ahead of Dallas at this point, especially since mm-hmm. the Blackhawks have banked so many points already. So then it might come just... down to them and Columbus for the... Yeah, and honestly, I think the Blackhawks are better than Columbus at this mm-hmm. point, or at least comparable, yeah, and least we've kind of got a little bit of a... Uh, head up on them right now Mm -hmm. um just you know we got a few points above them at this point but yeah i mean you just you gotta hold your head above water Mm -hmm. at least a good thing that i can kind of take out of this this schedule is they got a little bit of rest here before they play tampa and then these first three games are all at home and i mean if they can go one, one, and one mm-hmm. in those three games, I think, you know, maybe it gives them a little bit of momentum that, Hey, you know, we held up against, you know, the best team. And yes. then maybe that gives them a little bit of a boost as they head out to, to Dallas. And that, that could be the key is those, mm-hmm. those head to head games against Dallas. If they can kind of, take three points or, you know, four points out of that. Oh, that would be mm-hmm. huge uh, boost to their playoff chances. Yeah. yeah. You know, just does anything to get, even if you lose like three games in overtime out of those like lightning games, that'd be great. Just any, yeah, just, if you get any kind of points out of those. Yeah. At this point, you know, three point games um, aren't great. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it doesn't give 
give you a chance to separate against anybody. Yes, yes. But at this point, uh, you know, I don't see the Blackhawks really being able to separate against everybody. Mm-hmm. So and they're just, certainly not going to catch the Lightning. So right, three point game with the Lightning is not going to. Exactly. I, I definitely in the Tampa Bay games, uh, I don't worry too much about it. And even in the Florida and the Carolina games, uh, I don't care if they lose an overtime against those. If they can bank a point, that's that's treading water. I'm cool with that. But yeah, you'd like to try and avoid it in the games against Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could get one regulation win against Dallas in those two games, it would mm-hmm. be big. Yes, and it would at least keep them in the race. And then we'll see. Um, you know, the trade deadline's coming up. I don't think the Blackhawks are going to add. I think that mm. would go against what they've kind of talked about this year. I think yeah, they Yeah, I don't realize, think they'd want to, um, like, uh, give up a draft pick right. for any kind of player. Yeah, I mean, or if they did, you know, it would be like a fourth-round mm-hmm. pick or something, you know, maybe to get a, you know, a, a gritty fourth-line forward or something, mm-hmm. but honestly, I mean, we kind of have enough of that already. You know, what they need is a little bit more scoring punch. And uh, I, d- I don't see them paying a, a premium to get anything like that. So no. the Blackhawks are just going to, you know, maybe the, the trade deadline acquisitions that mm-hmm. they quote unquote make are going to be to not trade Matthias Yanmark, don't trade Carl mm-hmm. Soderberg, just keep them. You know, cause you, you know, we, even we, we talked about that at the beginning of the year, it's like, ah, you know, at least you can get it, you know, you maybe a third or a fourth round pick at this point. I don't want to say, I don't really care too much about the third or fourth round pick. If it mm-hmm. means maybe getting into the playoffs and getting some of these young defensemen and young forwards an opportunity mm-hmm. and that playoff experience, you know, That's we probably talked more about, valuable, yeah. we talked about the, the, the value of getting into the bubble last year and, you know, uh, obviously it hurt their draft stock, but, uh, you know, uh, getting that playoff win against Edmonton, mm-hmm. I, you know, maybe that's helped, uh, you know, some of these guys be able to take an extra mm-hmm. step this year and play better than we expected them to. And mm-hmm. so I don't, I don't, I won't begrudge them, uh, you know, sacrificing a couple of middle round picks to, to Mm -hmm. kind of keep the team together. And then, Hey, you know, if they can stay in it, maybe at the end of the year, uh, the timeline might work out where Kirby doc and, or Alex Nylander Mm -hmm. are in line to return and, and can maybe contribute during the playoffs. And at that point, uh, you know, obviously, if you're talking the fourth seed, you're probably going to be matched up against Tampa like Bay, it. who, oh boy, you know, maybe the Blackhawks get Kirby Doc back, but uh, <laughs> Tampa Bay is going to get Nikita Kucherov back for the playoffs. Uh, yeah. So um, you're basically just setting yourselves up for a slaughter. But hey, mm-hmm. uh, even uh, um, the Lightning can screw up. I mean, yeah, hey, we saw Columbus. it against Columbus. You get the hot goaltender. Uh, you know, Kevin Lankin and maybe he skills a couple of games and um, they, uh, you never know. I mean, mm-hmm. Blackhawks, y- you can't expect it to go on mm-hmm. an extended run in the playoffs, no. but uh, hey, he's stealing a series. It's not a realm of possibility. Yep. Yep. Well, I guess that's all we have for this episode and we will try to be back a little bit sooner. We have- 
you can bear with us sometimes you guys get under the weather and stuff sometimes yeah well and i think it worked out too because mm-hmm. um you know they had the one game get canceled yes. and um we had the the back-to-backs over the weekend but then you know mm-hmm. now we've got a few days off so i'm thinking maybe it it probably is going to work out for the best maybe we come back yep. again next next monday after the three game series against Tampa. And exactly. Talk about that. Hopefully with a point or two, maybe more. Yeah. yeah. I'll settle for two out of the six, but uh, if they could just get three, that would be, yes. that would be great. All right. Well, I am on Twitter. STH 85, Michael. MJ underscore Ernst. And you can subscribe to the podcast on the Apple podcast app and yeah until our next episode uh go hawks go hawks